Let's go, girls. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franken and this is Powered Up Talk Radio and we are starting our Soul Search Tuesday starting today. Linda, I'm so excited about uh, our new fall lineup. Uh, I am too. I think the next 10 weeks are going to be dynamite. I think they're going to be good for you and for me and for all of our listeners because uh, we're going to explore the almost the unexplorable. Well, you know, when you talk about unexplorable, it's really interesting to me because all summer long I took uh, hours upon hours to read a lot of these spiritual books. And it was interesting to me how hard it is to put like spiritual practice into words because it's it's not something I don't know. It's not something that it's in your just your head. It's like your head, your heart, your mind, your body. It's it's a very big concept. Well, uh, I think uh, a spiritual pra- uh, practice or just believing in it is something that doesn't go on in your head. I think that that's people make that um, mistake, and they think if they read the books or they hear enough people talk that the, um, that they are spiritual, but it really is an experiential. Uh, process and until you feel it and until you see the results of what you can do and how powerful you are, um, it's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't play. I mean, you really, it, this is something you've got to feel in your heart and, um, go with it. You know, it's when you talk about uh, feeling it in your heart, do you think, what do you think the biggest blocks are with people with respect to their spiritual practice? Like, I think pain, you know, emotional pain cracks you open like an egg and, and gets you in touch with your your spirit. Um, at least that's the way it felt like for me. What do you think are the biggest stumbling blocks to people when they think about either starting or or even considering a spiritual practice? I think it's, uh, I think the hardest thing for me, and I think probably for a lot of others, is getting out of your head, thinking too much about it, because it's not a thinking thing, it's a feeling thing, and um, it's, it's a process of letting go, letting go of control, and, you know, uh, especially uh, women, uh, letting go of control is, is a biggie. And that doesn't, you know, surrendering, we hear that word all the time, and it doesn't mean that, you know, all of a sudden you dissolve into a, into a mass of nothingness. It's just about letting go of the control you think you have, but you don't have anyway. Hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was I was chewing on that, like surrender. It's about surrendering to the things you can't control and you can't control anything anyway. You know, where is the line between, you know, we can control our own behaviors, but we can't really control what happens to us. So with respect to our own behaviors, we can choose. I, I like the word choose. We can choose to have a spiritual practice every day um, or make a spiritual practice part of our lives. But before we get into that, I'd love to ask you, you know, what is what is spirituality? Like, is it the study of God or the study of energy? You know, I keep going around in circles uh, trying to find out what a good definition is for spirituality. Well, I think, uh, Sandra, I think everybody has their own definition, and I don't think there's a good one or a bad one. Um, I know for me it's the belief that everything that I need is is right here inside of me um, and that I don't have to go anywhere but myself to to find the mysteries of the universe. And I really believe that. Uh, I believe that we have the power. Uh, we're so much more than we think we are and that um, once we can start to believe that, I think it's a lot easier. It is. I think, well, you know, let's talk about like answering to a higher power. I know that when I when I get up every day and I think that I have to answer to a higher power, um, I, I feel like I make better choices because it, it gives me like even an, uh, a responsibility that, you know, I might forget. You know, when you live in a vacuum and you think there's no reason for everything, we're not connected, there's no higher power, you could make some pretty bad choices for yourself. Um, but the, is, do, do you have to believe in a higher power, do you think, to have a spiritual uh, experience or to have a spiritual bent to your life? I think that the higher power is us, is me, is you. It, it, it's us. It's, I don't know if there what. I think that we have to believe that, that, that a piece of that higher power is within us. Hmm. So if, if, and this is again where, you know, I went, I went turned around all summer long reading these things, you know, trying to understand that, you know, trying to make sense. And I guess maybe what you're talking about is getting out of our head um, is, is that idea that we are one and separate and the higher power is one and separate. And what you're talking about is that we are all interconnected and we're one. And maybe I should just stop thinking about trying to make sense of it and just feel it. Would that be a fair Yes, you know we're all we're all uh, we've all got that power that 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 connection. Um, it, but it's 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 in us. It's not outside of us. And I think that that makes it a big difference between religion and spirituality because I think in religion you're looking to something outside of you that's bigger and more powerful than you. And I think in spirituality, you're you're knowing that you are that power uh, inside of you, and that if you and you're trying to develop it because when you develop it and you and you find that connection, I think life becomes much easier. So, do you think that a spiritual practice can create? 
contentment with people, happiness in people. Is is that what they're talking about when they say, oh, I went to India and rode a bike and, you know, this yogi here is poor and living in squalor and yet he's still content with life. Is that because of his spiritual practice, do you think? Uh, probably in life and life, you know, making life simpler. Uh, but that's not for everybody. Everybody is not going to give up their lives and, and, and go and sit on a, a mountaintop in India. It's, we can't do that. So what we have to do is develop that um, for ourselves wherever we happen to be. But, you know, I don't know. I think we can – I don't – a spiritual practice is terrific if you resonate with your spiritual practice, whether it's meditation or, or yoga or whatever it happens to be. Uh, but I don't even know if you need that exact practice to, to make that connection. Well, I, I think, think everybody starts somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, how do you, I guess, you know, the end result, like I always, I'm a results person. So I look at, you know, when we talk about having this spiritual practice and bringing on these experts, um, you know, for this coming series, you know, what do you hope to gain uh, from starting a spiritual practice? I know what I hope to gain. Well, it's, it's what I said. It's, it, it, it's that connection and being able to be in that place and letting go and, and disengaging yourself from any kind of outcome. And, and that is a key, uh, you know, not to be attached to anything because when you're not attached to anything, um, the, the things that you want to happen happen more readily when you're, when you're not looking for a specific outcome. But the outcomes may not be what you're striving for. Well, sometimes they will and maybe sometimes they won't, but everything is not going to be, you know, things happen in your life and it's, it's how, what, what are you going to do when they happen? And, and that's the key. You know, we have no control over what's going to happen a minute from now or two minutes from now or, or tomorrow or a month or a year. Uh, look at Joan Rivers. She went in for an endoscopy and that was the end of her life. Right, right. You I know, guess, so. You know. Go ahead. So we have no control over that, uh, but we, you know, we, we do have control over um, what we're going to do, how we're going to act. Is it going to is it going to turn us upside down, or is it, or is, are we going to kind of let go and um, not be so crazy when the when these things happen? I know that's what I'm trying to do. I mean, that's, I can't speak for everybody, but that's, that's my goal is just to let go of the control because I'm a control freak. But don't you think your control freak aspect of your nature has also made you very successful? Well, it, it, you have to define success. What I'm looking for now in my life uh, at this at this age is not what I was looking at when I was 35 years old. So uh, everything changes with time, and, and hopefully, you you know you get it, you get bigger and smarter. I know uh, I do a birthday practice, so every year on my birthday, at the time I was born, I do a list of what I would love to happen in the in the following year my birthday year, and uh, I, I told my husband, I said, what I start, I started doing this 25 years ago, and the boy, the list has sure changed on what, what I really want to happen in my life. I mean, you know, things, things change. You, you have a different perspective on life. Hmm. Well, I think that's really interesting, and I love 
look forward to talking to you more about that okay. uh, when we come back from the break. Uh, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Linda Franklin, and this is Powered Up Talk Radio. And this is the first show in our uh, Soulful Tuesday, Soul Search Tuesdays, excuse me. And um, we are going to be bringing on in the next coming months experts who are far better versed than Linda and I, but I think it's interesting to talk about where we are right now in our search. And then as we read these books, as the weeks go on and we, we join our guests, how our viewpoints change. So uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about spirituality and how it can impact our lives. This is Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin from Powered Up Talk Radio. We will see you after the break. We've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mobby to Mogul radio show, empowering women to build a successful business, invites you to join her on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. At the ripe age of five, she was already interpreting information in documents and instructions on forms for her immigrant parents. Now, through her experience and those of her guests, she provides you with valuable steps to empower you to reach financial independence. Martha A. Sanchez is a registered nurse with a Bachelor in Nursing and Master's of Business administration. She's a business coach, speaker, author, and CEO of Moss International, LLC. Her diverse work experience brings you expertise in areas essential to customer service, social media, and budgeting. The Mommy to Mogul radio show furthers her personal mission of empowering women to help them build successful businesses so they can reach financial independence. Join Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin.
Hey, this is Sandra, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and this is Powered Up Talk Radio, and this is the first in our series of our Soul Search Tuesdays, and um, they have come about because we have been contacted by a group of spiritual advisors. Linda, I don't know if it's because we had our numerologists on and our astrologists on and, you know, all these different people, but we we have gotten a group of experts to come on in the coming weeks to talk to us about their own spiritual journeys. They're authors that have written about their books. And I find it just amazing that when you are thinking about something, it almost calls it to you. Well, that's if you're in the right space. A lot of things are called, but if you're too busy in your mind, you don't hear them. So that's, you know, that's, that's something that you, that you need to learn anyway. Sometimes I'm so preoccupied in whatever I'm thinking that something wonderful could be happening and I'm not, I'm not, I don't even hear it or see it because I'm so busy with my self-talk. Well, you know, you're right. I mean, I, I get the self-talk too, but, um, it's amazing that, you know, there's that, what is that old thing? Like when, when you're ready, the teacher will appear or something like that, um, And it's going to be interesting. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just going to say, you know, so we're going to have a lot of guests in the next 10 weeks. And and some of you are going to, you you know when you resonate with something or you don't. Uh, The guests that we're going to have on next week, Rasha, I resonate with. There's going to be certain guests that we have on that I don't, and it's a personal preference. There's no right or no wrong, um, and it's going to be interesting to see who resonates with which uh, with, which with which spiritual um, teacher. That's true. and don't feel bad if you so don't res- if you don't. Well, and I didn't understand some of the books. I mean, to be honest, they were really hard for me to understand. And, I, you know, I, I didn't, I think it has its own language, too. Well, a lot of it does. But I think that when you, when you, find, when you find the ones that you, that you, that, that hit, some, hit something in your being, you know it. I mean, another one that I really love is 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 um, I love listening to the Abraham tapes because it, it was it's Esther and she just Esther Hicks and she just when she speaks I just calm down. I mean, I just listen and 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 listening to her tapes just put me into a almost a meditation. I just love laying there and listening to them. Um, and so I know that's good for me. Some of them that are too, too, um, but you know, you, but some of them that are too, too, or they're talking about a spiritual practice and they have to meditate and they have to do this and that. I don't, because that's not what, what I do or want to do. So I think, you know, when you hear it, when you hear it or see it, I think that you you know it, and you know it's not going to be. You're not going to do that with everyone that 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 you know you see or hear. You just have to listen to your body. I think your body tells you if it's oh, if, it, if it's right. That yeah, that that requires quiet. I think it requires 
piece. You know, when I think about, you know, what you said about about getting the messages, and I think back to, you know, the last couple of years, you know, most of my days have been filled with a high conflict divorce, you know, bearing my mom, raising these kids. There's not a whole lot of silence there. You know, when you talk about the internal chatter, but then there's also external channel chatter. And I think there's a thing, I'm going to call it emotional chatter, that when you're suffering or you're in pain or you have anxiety or you have fear, any of those feelings, those seem to have their own voice with inside your head or your soul or your spirit. And it makes it really hard to listen. How do you get into a mode? Like, do you have a practice that puts you in a space to listen? No, I don't. Um, I mean, a, a quiet, quiet is definitely one of them, which, which is, I think it's very important, but I know you have to know yourself and you, you know, what triggers you. Um, I know right right now in my life there's a lot of stuff going on, so I'm thinking, oh, this needs to get done, and this needs to get done, and this, oh, and I forgot that, and that needs to get done, and all of this has to be done by the end of the year, and da-da-da-da, and I get, I work myself into a tizzy thinking of all the things that need to be done instead of just going at them and just doing it, because if you just mm-hmm. do it, and don't get yourself uh, – me, the thinking part uh, uh, is worse than the doing part because I get all – you know, it, it just – you know, I get unnerved. And and so what I've been doing lately is when I – and you can feel when you're getting unnerved. I mean, your your mind is just going a million miles a minute. Your body stiffens up. It's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a gut reaction. I think, okay, I am – this is what I do. I say, I'm in my Linda Franklin mode now, but let me get out of my Linda Franklin mode. And I'm going to say the oneness mode because Rasha and oneness are going to be on next week because when I'm in oneness, nothing is overwhelming. Everything is, everything is doable and everything will work out just the way it's supposed to work out. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that I would say is a, is a practice, you know, right there is yeah. a practice, you know? Yeah. I, love I mean, that. it doesn't work all the time, but a lot of times it does, but I'm very aware of it. Maybe awareness is the first, is the first, uh, step towards, uh, real, you know, uh, for it really to start to be part of your being. Cause I, I'm certainly aware when I'm in crazy mode. And I don't like it. It feels horrible. I hate being in crazy mode. Now, there, no, you can be busy crazy. but not being crazy. And there's, I think there's a difference there, too. I was very busy today, but I wasn't crazy. But when you go into crazy mode and you keep pushing and pushing and pushing, because even when it doesn't feel good, uh, th- that's, when I, that's when I stop because I say whatever comes from what I'm doing when I'm in this frame of mind or body or spirit, it's not, it's going to be more of the same. It's not going to be good. So just stop, give yourself a rest and regroup. What I'm beginning to understand when you talked about, um, you know, we are all one and, you know, there's the higher power or whatever resides within us and, you know, we just have to, to listen to our inner chatter and stuff like that. What I'm hearing you say is that that you need to find individually for you how to get to that calm place where you can 
listen to yourself even, you know, to know that you're in the crazy mode. Cause I know when I get crazy, crazy busy, I can get crazy, crazy, anxious, crazy, crazy running around. And I'm so tired. But by the time I sit down to, to just have a minute of peace, I fall asleep. And so I think for me, starting on a spiritual practice would be to find a place or a time or a few minutes where I'm not exhausted, where I'm not pulled in a million directions to monitor my own crazy, if you will. And then, then what? Listen for, listen for messages. I I don't know what to do next. (laughs) No, you don't do anything. Just, just being calm and feeling better is, is, is a, is, is a step above where you were before. You may not hear a message. You may not do anything, but at least you're honoring yourself. It, I mean, you, crazy, crazy is not a good place to be because it, it's not good for your body, your, your mind, or your spirit. So, and just recognize, I mean, sometimes, like you say, you're not even recognizing that, you, that you're doing what you're doing but you get so tired, then you have to, you know, you go to bed and you fall asleep. I'm at the point now when I, it feels so bad to be in crazy that, I mean, I, I have to pay attention. To- well, I think does that we make all any need sense to-, to you? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Well, and I think we all need, no matter, I think no matter how busy we are or not busy or what stage we are in our life, we have to pay attention uh, to that. I think that is what would keep us from going down the wrong road or making choices for ourselves that, that we may not make if we're in a different space. Yes. And then, you know, when we come back from the break, we can talk about this too. It's very, and I can give you some examples of, of uh, friends that have you know, talk to me about it, is um, is not to get involved in other people's crazy. Because, well, you know, people that are crazy in crazy mode want to wanna drag you in. And then if you don't get dragged in, then they look at you like, you know, what's wrong with you? You know, you're not, you're not participating in this. That's, isn't it important to you? And they make you feel guilty for not being in the crazy place. Right, or your anxiety becomes my anxiety. I I found that living with a person who had a lot of anxiety. So I found myself pulling a lot of that anxiety into my own world. And I find this with some of the people I work with. You've got people, bosses or coworkers who, who just are crazy making because they're so stressed out. They're, they have so much anxiety and that anxiety is almost like a virus it needs to go somewhere to feed off and it and it does feed off other people and i think when i'm around a lot of high anxiety people i'm exhausted yeah and and i'm at the point of my i don't i don't want to be there uh i don't want to be around them and so i i withdraw uh you know maybe not you know not all the time but uh when they're doing something if or if they're talking about something that involves me um I don't participate because it, it, I don't want to. I mean, you know, it's just as easy as that. I don't want to go to their crazy place. 
Well, you know what? That's why we're here on Powered Up Talk Radio, because we want to call crazy out of the bushes, give it a beating, and send it on its way. Because, you know, when you're raising kids, when you're building your career, when you're hitting midlife, when you're changing, your body's changing, all these things can be crazy-making on top of a good day. So one of the things that I love about co-hosting the show with Linda, she's always willing to talk, as I am, about what it's really like to begin a spiritual journey. And I know we're kind of going all over the map here. But that's what you do when you're in the beginning of studying something and making changes in your life. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more with Linda Franklin about some of her friends and the journeys that they've been on uh, and what she's learned from them. So you're going to want to join us more after the break. Powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. This is for all you girls about 42. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo. Dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out MarkLipinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on Toginet.com. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This is for all you girls about 42. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin. And my gosh, we're already halfway through the show on our Soul Search Tuesday series. And we've been talking today about spiritual journeys. Why do we go on them? What do we hope to achieve from them? And we got on the topic of how we get lost in our own chatter. And this is beyond what uh, we talk about, just the chattering in in your head that says, oh, my God, you're really not going to wear that, are you? This gets down to, you know, the crazy-making behaviors that uh, have to do with anxiety and fear. And I know, you know, when it's text time or 
this bill playing, we can all get into that, you know, oh my gosh, am I going to have enough money? And then all, all these fears come in and then the fears influence your other thoughts. And, and then if you surround yourself with people who are crazy making, I, I seem to attract them. Maybe I look for them. I don't know, you know, whatever reason I used to have a lot of crazy making people in my life, people with high anxiety, uh, people with, with really, really strong driven opinions. And, uh, they were overwhelming to me. It was, it was exhausting. And when I changed my life, I started to clear out a lot of the people. And I started putting walls up, Linda, where your anxiety, cannot become my anxiety. And that was something I didn't learn until I was about 40 years old. And, you know, we learn as we go along. And you've had some experiences with friends who who have shared with some of these experiences with you. Well, uh, one friend in particular, um, he is one of five siblings, and the, the matriarch of the family, their mom, uh, passed on in, in January. So there was, you know, there was all, all things that need to be taken care of, and there was five of them. So, you know, all estate stuff and, you know, cra- crazy stuff. And, and she had real estate and, and apartments in Florida, and it, it was really, it, it, was a, it was a pretty sizable estate. So, you know, uh, <laughs> everybody would go through their, their craziness and try to get my friend, their brother, uh, involved in it, and he just said, no, I'm not going to get involved in it. it. Go go take care of it. This is what I would do, but if you don't want to do that, that's fine, but, you know, I'm, I'm okay. So do what you want to do. And I remember one, they went down to Florida because there was an apartment that had to get renovated and blah, 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 and they had to evict a, a tenant. And the two other two brothers were, you know, it, it turned it into a real brouhaha, and uh, they had to go knock on doors and pull people out. And and you know what he did? And they were really, really upset with him. He stayed in the car in the air conditioning under a tree. Oh, brilliant! And refused to get involved in their craziness. Now, you know, afterward, they said, you know, we really do, you know, who are you, Yoda? (laughs) But it didn't, you know, you get to a place where other people's criticism of you doesn't affect you. You just are in a good place. And that, you know, that is, I think, a wonderful place. And what you're, I think it's very important, too, another lesson is to live in the moment. Because if you're living in the moment, you're not worried about what happened yesterday or what's going to happen tomorrow. You're there. And if you're in the moment, you're okay. It, I know for me, my worst is, is thinking, pre-worrying of what's going to happen tomorrow. And once tomorrow comes and that thing is actually going on, it's, not, it's, it's nothing like I worried about. So why couldn't I just enjoy the moment, the people, whatever I was doing then, rather than being in my mind thinking about tomorrow or in two hours from now or whatever? That is, you know, that is just a, a wonderful way to to alleviate some of the the stress that you're feeling is just to be where you are now. Well, and when you talk about the be where you are 
Now, I was trying to explain the concept of time to my little guy, Linda. It was very very interesting because when you talk about being in the now, um, you know, and, and staying in the present, that sounds good. Like, what does that practice really mean? And I was trying to explain this to him, and I'm like, well, see, right now, what's happening right now is like tomorrow's memory, and it's yesterday's future, you know, and you really can get yourself all tied up in this. But the biggest thing that I took away from this was that I tried to teach him, look, don't worry about things in the future because the future's not written anything. Try not to think too much about the stuff in the past because that you can't change. So you kind of just got to stay where you are. And as simple as that was, that was the explanation I needed to me for me to be able to stay in the present because it really was tough for me to, to, to figure out what does that really mean to stay in the present. Yeah, whatever, well, whatever you're doing now. I mean, you, you, right now we're doing this radio show and, and just be fully present with, with us doing the radio show, not thinking of, of what's going to be for dinner or, uh, you know, your date later on in the evening or what's going to happen tomorrow. You have, you're fully present with right now just doing this radio show and, and that puts you, uh, in, in a, in a reasonably good place. You, 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 you know, your focus is doing what you're doing right now. And so, and your mind is not going crazy. You're just appreciating what you're doing right now. Yeah. It's interesting for somebody who's a list planner, you know, I'm, I'm always, I realized, you know, with respect to this exercise and stuff, I am always living somewhere other than the present. Like, you know, I'll make a list for what I need to do today. That's all future things. I'll make my schedule in the morning for all the things that here's all my meetings and my calls, you know, and what I need to do tonight. And I realized that I tend to live anywhere three to 15 hours ahead, sometimes weeks ahead on a daily basis. Well, I know, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a schedule so you know what, what's, you know, what's, what's going on in your life. But every, but when I think of all the things that I have to do, it makes me a little unnerved because there's, there's a lot. So I, I don't really want to do that. I, I know what I have to do, but I don't want to think about what I have to do. I, maybe, you know, you can make your list and then just put it away and just do what you're doing now. The list isn't going anywhere. But focusing and, and uh, thinking about, oh, my God, i got to do this at 4 and i got to do this at 7. Oh, I've got this call at 3. Oh, my God, i got to cook, make dinner at, at 7. That puts me in an anxious place. And when I'm in an anxious place, I'm not being the powerful person I can be. So, okay. So I'm going to need you to explain this a little bit better for me because like I tend to make this, you know, like I get the list part, I get the thing, but if I don't know, like, like if I don't plan about like, how am I going to get, you know, this one to soccer, that one to soccer, dinner on the table, laundry's got to get done. Reports have to go out. Like how do you stay in the moment when you have all this stuff swirling around in your head? Well, that's, I mean, you believe me, this is, this is tough for all of us. You know, but what I'm trying to do is, yes, I know that I have to do all of these things, but I don't think about them particularly. I'm trying not to think about 
them until it's time to do them. And then I'm in that moment rather than, you know, 24 hours ahead thinking of, oh, my God, I've got to get I've got to do that at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. How's that going to get done? Because that makes me anxious. That makes me uh, I don't I I don't want to feel stressed. I, I you know we're all we're we're all so stressed, and I'm doing whatever I can possibly do, or is to not have that stressed out feeling. What do I have to do to to be calmer? And that is being in the moment for sure. And that's a you know, and that is a spiritual lesson is to be in the moment because that's all we have. Because we're in the moment, we're not going to be thinking so much about anything else except what we're doing right now. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to I told that. you, I'm not saying it's easy, uh, you know, uh, because everything around us is, 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 is stressed and people are stressed. And t- but, you know, you just have to withdraw again not, and not get involved in other people's crazy because God only knows we can make our own in pl- <laughs> with lots left over. Right, right. We have a lot of opportunity to uh, get involved with crazy. There's crazy people right. all the time just waiting to, you know, glom on and and be part of uh, what we're doing. We don't need to, you know, we do pretty good on our own with the crazy. I love when you explain to me, like, what it looks like, what it feels like, what it tastes like, you know, like with this list-making stuff. You know, I look at, you know, I get so... Uh, stressed in the day because I know how much I'm responsible for. I know how much I have to accomplish and get done. But you're right. Thinking about what I have to do at seven o'clock really doesn't serve me when it's four o'clock in the afternoon. I could jot a note down, but I think what you're talking about is letting go. Cause I think when you get anxious and you get nervous and you get stressed about your day, one of the ways you think you can control all this stuff is to prepare for it. And there's really not a whole lot you can do in your head to prepare for things unless maybe it's a presentation you're going to give and you need to practice it. I know, but it's called it's called control. And the more believe me, I know this, I'm an expert at this. About the more you can plan, the more pieces you can put together, you feel you have the most control over whatever situation is going to happen. But you know what that to me control is fear. Fear of what happens if I don't plan every single thing. What, what's going to happen? It's going to blow up, and then what? But it, it, but it doesn't work that way. But in our minds, we think it does, and it, it only makes it, you know, it only makes it worse for us, more stressful for us, more crazy for us. So I'm trying. I am trying to let that go. Getting rid of control is is a is a tough road uh, to to hoe, and that's so. I admire the people that can do it, and, and as I said, I am in uh, that's that's part of what I'm you know working on right now for myself because uh, life is much sweeter when you when you let go. And then let go of of all outcomes. We're going to be back after the break. We're going to be back after the break. My name is Sandra Beck. This is Linda Flanken. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about setting our intentions. We've got lots more powered up 
with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions? in both their business and personal lives. Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years, and now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hi, ladies. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and we are kicking off our Soulful Tuesday series uh, where we're going to bring on experts in a variety of spiritual practices, disciplines, beliefs, and uh, advice. So uh, both Linda and I have embarked this year on a journey that includes letting go, includes uh, getting in touch with with who we are and our essence and what we're supposed to be doing with our lives. I don't want to speak on behalf of you, Linda. That's just more for me. Um, but part of this spiritual practice, I think, is setting intentions. Um, what is it that 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 you hope to find as an end result from your spiritual practice? I know I have my kind of list here, but I'd like to ask you first. You see, I mean, you're even the way you put it. I don't consider it a spiritual practice. That's, you know, I don't. That that's too technical for me. Oh. It's just. <laughs> It's getting to know yourself, who you are, how power, you know, what, what, what makes you feel good, what doesn't make you feel good, and letting, letting go. I mean, to me, that's it. If it's that, that's a practice. I mean, that's, a practice sounds too, too schooly to me. So it's just, you know, this is, this is really important to me at this stage of my life. So I am, I'm, I'm going to, do what I can to be more peaceful, more loving, more, you know, all of those, those things that, um, feel good. I want to do the things that 
that really feel good because I think when you're in that feel good place more feel good things happen to you when you're in that crazy anxious oh my god place more of the same come to you I really do believe we're vibrational beings and we do call upon ourselves what we send out to the universe you know we attract what we, what, you know, what we send out. So if, if if you're if you're sending out these good vibrations of of you know being a good person, being being happy, being excited about life, knowing you knowing what you want, um, I I think that those those gifts are delivered to you if you're in in the right place to receive them. So I want to stay in the right place to receive the gifts that I know that are there. Okay. I mean, we're different. I'm a list maker and a compulsive. I I like to have a practice. I feel like when I have my workout, you know, like I I have my workout every day and I I do certain things, you know, like my runs or walks in the park or my swimming or my weightlifting. I like to know that everything has its place. And maybe that's my control thing. Maybe that's the way I find peace in the chaos that is my daily life. So I guess a practice to me is, is something that feels like a relief, you know, and it's so funny because we're, we're, we're so alike in so many ways and so different in, in, in a lot of ways too. But I know with my schedule, if a practice isn't put in or a technique isn't put into my day, I'll soon get swallowed up in what is the, you know, train wreck of the day or the disaster of my life. Um, so I have to actually schedule these things in, just like I schedule my teeth cleaning, my mammogram, you know, my haircuts, my manicures and pedicures. I can't seem to keep all that stuff in my head. So, um, and I don't think I'm I'm as far down on the path as most spiritual people, where you know I I can find that calm space. I think I need a ritual to get me to my calm space, whether it's a you know a bath or a or a, a long walk or some music to get me in that space, just enough to calm down from my usual high level of activity. No, it it is every. We're all individuals, and we're all different. We're all got our our differences, and so whatever works for you. That it, that's you know, there's no good or bad here. It's whatever works for you. That's you know, that's the bottom line. You don't have you don't have to answer to anybody. You don't have to please anybody. If you if you go to that place, and if you're when you're walking, or I you know, I walk my dog Lucy in the morning in the park. That. It, it feels it feels good. It, that, that's the bottom line. Does it feel good? Uh, are you are you in a good place when you're doing that particular thing? Because the more things that you can do that keep you in that good place, it's your day is going to be a hell of a lot better. That's right. That's right. You know, when I've been in some some really um, toxic situations, really, uh, realistically, in the past few months, what's helped me a lot was to get into that good place. Yeah. And if you and if you uh, again, we're going into 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 Rasha's book for next week. But if, if you if you believe that all of if you look at life as a movie that you're just watching without getting so involved in everything. It's just a movie. I don't know what's real and not real anymore. The more I, the more I read about spirituality, I'm not sure what's, 
you know, what I think is real is not real and what I think is not real is real. So, uh, you know, you, you kind of figure it out as you go. But, you know, if life is a movie and you're just a player in the movie, watch it. See what happens. Don't get so embroiled in everything. And that is a wonderful lesson. Um, and again, not, a, not an easy one, but a, certainly a very beneficial one. Because, you know, what does it all mean? We're here, we're here for a very, very short period of time, you know, actually just to spit. So let's not get so crazy about every, every little thing that happens. It's a movie. It's a movie of, of your life. And, the, the, well, and you know, you, you want to make it a happy movie. Right. You want to make it a happy movie. But I think you said something really profound is like you can't let every little detail of your life drive you crazy. And there are so many people that I work with, so many people that I know or even in my family or my close sphere of influence that can get driven crazy by the, the smallest thing. And. Uh, I know that little things like that can drive me nuts and then I can sail through like a huge crisis, like nobody's business. So I'm, you know, backwards in a lot of respects, but, but I think you're right. Finding that, that whether you want to call it spiritual practice, inner peace, you know, oneness, there's a lot of different words out there and that's good because, you know, words mean different things to different people. And Mm -hmm. that's the one thing when I was reading these books, I, there was one author and I, you know, she'll be on. So I'll, I'll tell her that I appreciated this. She had a little appendix in the back that defined how she used certain words. Because when you say spirituality, that can mean a lot of things. Some people think it's religion. Some people think it's woo-woo, you know. So even just in the communication of these complex Mm -hmm. thoughts and trying to express yourselves, you can use one word that skews your whole viewpoint or brings in information that may or may not be correct. So you're right. I mean, it's, it's interesting. I think we're all spiritual beings, whether people admit it or not, um, and, and I, that is the biggest part of us. That's who we are. So a lot of people think it's woo-woo or, or that it, it doesn't work, but when you start to, to do some of the things that uh, the spiritual teachings uh, offer, you find your life just becomes better? Yeah. Well, so, and I you know, like... I I was going to chime in here, you know, even if your life doesn't get better, like I still feel like I'm swimming in this high conflict divorce stuff. Um, But what's changed is I can go to sleep at night. I don't, I don't agonize over, I don't think over every little detail and, and worry. And, you know, I can put this stuff to, to bed where it needs to go to bed so that I can go to bed or I can advocate or, or, you know, volunteer for my kids thing and not be so worn out by my own thinking. Yeah. It, it is just amazing what we do to ourselves. I mean, that, that internal chatter, that ego that, that re- is always lashing us constantly you're never good enough it's never this it's never that i mean our egos are the you know they're they're the they're a terror so if we could put you know the ego to rest you know our life has become uh so much more satisfying because we're not always going around lashing ourselves for for the for the things that we think we're doing wrong Hmm. <laughs> yeah, because it's our ego really? that's always 
that's that our ego wants to be a number up front one one and center and and it, it when we when we go into that calmness when we go into that happy place when we go into our heart center the ego is powerless and it does not like that it's re, it's always fighting and screaming to to be there running our lives right so it's it, the it's one that's taming a, the, the beast Right, because the ego is the one that's offended. The ego is the one that's yeah. that's hurt. The ego is the one that needs to be heard. You know, most of the time, uh, you know, and it's funny. And, and what does the since... ego want? And how do we get into so many uh, problems? We always, and I know this, I am, I'm talking for myself because uh, I know it too. I want to be right at all costs. And what does wow. that do when you want to be right at all costs? It makes your life miserable because you're 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 always you're. <laughs> what difference does it make? Let somebody else be right, and you don't have the conflicts. You want to be right, you're always going to have conflicts. Right, you're always going to, and you're going to crush the people around you who care about yes. you. Yes, yes. So you you know you just you just and sometimes you just watch yourself, watch your behavior, and and how you spring into action automatically. Because I do it all the time. I say, oh my god. This is terrible, and I and I cut it. You know, I really cut it off at the knees because when you're aware and you look and you say, "Oh my God, how how could any how can I stand myself if I'm acting like this? And how can anybody else stand me if I'm acting like this?" Right, right. Interesting. It's interesting. We got. It's going to be an interesting ten weeks, honey. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm so excited. You know, because every time I learn more about myself, and even even in the discussion that we had today, you know, it raises more questions than it answers. But that's a good thing because I'm happy to be at the point in my life where I don't know it all. I don't pretend to know it all. People don't think I know it all, and I can just exist in peace. Um, Linda, it's just been be. a pleasure. Yes, yes, just be. Just be, be, not do. That's right. right. We're going to be, not do. Uh, it's been a great pleasure uh, to share the show with you today. Uh, next week, we're going to bring Rasha on. Uh, she's written a couple of books, Journey to Oneness and Oneness. They're great, big, thick books that are awful to try to get through, but you'll be glad you did. I know I'm working my way through it. Linda is also reading it. She's going to come on next week. I think you're really going to like uh, what she has to say. I know uh, as we go on this journey together, you and Linda and I, uh, we're just going to be better for it. We're going to build stronger families, stronger relationships, stronger friendships, and we're going to find that inner peace that, that we all seem to be searching for. For Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin, this is Powered Up Talk Radio. We'll catch you next week. We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and prominent career, is the brains behind The Real Cougar Woman. She shares her wisdom, grace, and laugh-out-loud opinions based on her stellar successes, both in the financial world and in her personal life. Check out our website, poweredupwithbeckandfranklin.com, and join us next week for another great conversation. We're here every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, right here on toginet.com.